Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Eden Supervisor Melissa Hartman uh, Melissa, good morning. Good morning. Now, last time we talked to you was right before the primary, uh, the Democratic primary, in which you defeated uh, Mickey Kearns. Uh, how has the campaign gone since winning the primary, heading to Election Day a little over a week away? It's going really well. I mean, we were very happy with the results of the primary. We won handedly, two to one. Uh, I think that that... that that was greater than our expectations, but um, I think a, a really good um, stance for Democrats to show who their real candidate was. So um, since then, we've been working hard. We didn't really slow down. We we're just going forward, raising money, out at events, meeting people, knocking on doors, everything you would do with a campaign. I have to ask your response to now this came out on the 25th from the Buffalo News who supported or I'm sorry, endorsed you in the primary, but endorsing the current clerk, Mickey Kearns, uh, for his uh, uh, nominee. I'm sorry, election in November. What's your response to the Buffalo News uh, decision? Well, did you read the article? I did. OK, well, it was pretty positive on both sides. Uh, the news basically states that we're both very qualified for this position, but since he's the current clerk, they're going to go with him. So, I, in my opinion, it was a toss-up, and all incumbents always have a one-up, and that's his one-up, and that happened to be the, uh, in my opinion, you know, what they are basically saying in the uh, article, that he's the incumbent, so they'll go with him. They they pointed to um, Mickey Kern's Stay in Your Home campaign. Uh, mm-hmm. If if you were to win and be the Erie County Clerk, how would you address that campaign? Would you do anything differently? I mean, I th- I think he 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 does a lot of face value for that. Um, it's basically, in my opinion, uh, he he provides a lot of the data from the clerk's office, but it's run by the the, the Western New York Law Center, so. Yeah, I mean, I think it's an important program, but I really feel that the focus should be uh, more on the clerk's office and, and, and getting them into the spot, that, or getting them into the place they need to be to, to recognize and uh, move forward the residents' needs, um, especially in that administrative role. So I wouldn't necessarily stop the program. I'll do what I need to do, which is provide the data and, and speak on it as they need me to. But my focus is really going to be on improving employee morale, access uh, to all, including seniors and east side location, um, you know, making sure we're following the clerk's rules, take politics out of the office. Um, you know, an, another big concentration I think we need to focus on is that there's no countywide elected women right now. I'd be the only one and um, in the, in only the fifth in the 200-year history. So 
you know, it's, it's an opportunity whenever you're a candidate to focus on particular uh, areas. But I really feel like we need to be focusing on customer service and, and, and making that office what it's supposed to be. Speaking of customer service, where would you like to see those improvements in the clerk's office? Um, obviously, as the challenger, things you'd like to change when you take over in January. Uh, customer service being one thing you mentioned. What do you think are the biggest problems facing the clerk's office that you'd like to get a start on uh, when you take office? Sure. I mean, I'm not sure if you saw the press release, but CSEA released a press release that stated that there's currently 17 grievances filed against the, the current county clerk. And so that's obviously going to create some morale issues. You know, when you're not honoring contracts, um, you're putting county dollars at risk. So those are some of the things that we're going to have to improve right away. Um, you know, if, if you have an unhappy workforce, you're probably not putting out the best customer service. So, you know, one of the, you know, day one initiatives that we're going to work on is, is improving morale and, and getting those contracts honored and, and getting everybody in the right spot so that we can offer the best customer service uh, to the county residents, which is what they deserve. Um, you know, we want to look at access. There's currently only one location. We talked about this in June with you. There's currently one location in downtown. It's not on a major transportation route, and it is almost impossible to park at. So uh, we've listened. We've been out knocking on doors and, and listening to residents, and it's very clear that there needs to be a, a permanent location on the east side of Buffalo, not three hours a week on a Monday. So that is something we'll be looking at. And also, you know, we have an aging community uh, in my town and all of Erie County. We need to focus on that and getting a senior coordinator position in that that helps homebound seniors and gets out to the senior centers on a regular basis, helping with paperwork. Uh, that's a priority of ours as well. You know, people look at the uh, the clerk's office, uh, let's be honest, they look at the clerk's office and they think, oh, the DMV. Um, and, and I think that might be where a lot of people turn their attention away from this campaign. If someone like that is listening right now and they think, well, I'm really just voting for the person that's going to run the DMV, uh, what's your message to them? Well, I mean, obviously it's more than just a DMV. It's fiscal permits, it's real estate transactions and so on. Um, DMV is probably the one that touches the most people. You, you know, you regularly have to reapply for your driver's license. You have children that need driver's license. You have registration needs for your new cars and such. But, um, you know, you, you re this really is an administrative position. You need, you need to vote for the person that you think is going to do the best job, administrative, who's going to offer the services to the people who's, who, who are not going to bring politics into the office because it doesn't need to be there. Um, and so, you know, is it a sexy position in politics? No, but it's a necessary one, and it's one that I know I'll do very well. You mentioned pistol permits, and as the uh, as, as the endorsed Democrat, is there anything with the pistol permit process? You know, we saw a few um, months ago or a month ago, um, the pistol permit office was open until midnight uh, the day before a state um, law went into effect. Uh, is there something you would do different in handling pistol permits within the realm of your um, control? Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of control there. I mean, whatever the law is at the time on January 1 is the law that will follow. That's, that's what we'll, we'll carry out. Um, you know, I, I really think we, given the tragedy that we, we saw here in Buffalo on May 14th, we need to really focus on making sure that we're getting the, you know, legal guns with people who are legally permitted to have these. And so that's a focus. I want to make sure that there's no cracks in that system. Uh, I'm not saying that there is now. Um, but rushing through processes uh, due to a law change might might present opportunities for there to be some mistakes made. I want to make sure that, you know, I, I, I think I, I support, uh, you know, permitting guns to those that are legally 
um, able to have them. But I think what we need to focus on and work as a team together as is making sure that people who are not supposed to have those guns, illegal guns being out on the street should not be there. And I think we play an important role on that. So I'll just continue to make sure that we're following the process as need be and making sure that any kind of, um, you know, red flags that need to be up there are, are, are being focused on and, and we're carrying out our duties correctly. You've talked about taking politics out of the position, and that, that is something that I agree with a lot of things in government that we've gotten way too political on everything. Um, but yep. do you think in 2022 with the way politics are, I mean, it, it's something that it seems you run into something political every day. Do you think that's possible to completely rid an office of politics, a, a, a government office of politics in 2022? I do, yeah, because there's government and there's politics. And in my opinion, it's two different things. So politics is what leads you into government, right? You have to, it's, it's, it's just, that's, that's how you get into office. You have to uh, be in a political party. You have to run on a political line. You have to get political endorsements to get you into the office. But as I've shown over my last seven years as town supervisor, we don't bring politics into the town. We govern based off of the needs of the residents. And the way that we recognize what those needs are is we're out in the community. We have open forums. We do public hearings. You know, we, we, I live, obviously, in this community, so I know what the needs are. And, and every campaign that I ran for those, my, both my campaigns, I went door to door, almost every single door in Eden, and asked what they needed. And that's how we govern. Government and politics is different. It'd be the same way in the, in the clerk's office, even more so, because I don't have to, you know, pass resolutions. I don't have to be with a board. I, I just have to follow the law. And so, um, you know, that's how I separate it. And I feel, I feel most politicians, especially on the local level, um, can do that very easily. And, and just the way I explained it, you, you run politics to get into the office and then you govern once you're there. Melissa Hartman running for Erie County clerk. Before we let you go, it's the campaign season. So I always end the interviews with this. If there's anything I left out or something you want to mention uh, before we wrap up the interview, now is that chance. Awesome. Well, I appreciate the time. I really do. Um, it's been a long campaign. We've worked very hard and I am super excited to be the next Erie County clerk. I feel positive about the campaign we've run and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to serving everyone and uh, as always, I, I'm glad to have the opportunity. I just, you know, want to push that, you know, we, we need to focus on the clerk's office. We need to focus on access for everyone. We need to focus on making sure that the customer service that we are, we are providing for the residents is what they deserve. And I also just want to say again, we have more than 50% of our residents are women. And right now we have five out of five positions in the countywide elected as men. And so we are not equally represented. And I think it's important that we remember that. And there should be a woman at the table. And I would be happy to be that fifth woman in our in our 200-year uh, history of Erie County. Eden Supervisor Melissa Hartman running for Erie County Clerk. Melissa, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks, Joe. Have a great day. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.